Welcome to episode 376 of Markin' Out. Unfortunately, this past week, Bruno San Martino passed away, and we'd like to pay tribute to him right now with a 10-bell salute. fans welcome ladies and gentlemen to a brand new episode of marking out pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans uh like you heard earlier this is episode 376 i am one of your hosts brandon you can follow me on twitter at bttg161 also joined here by chris you can follow him on twitter at chris Sweendog, as well as dave you can follow him on twitter at dave the rave underscore mo chris dave how are you doing? Did you plug all of our social media accounts already, Brandon? No, we do that at the end. No, you do have to do that. You do that at the beginning of the show. Be- ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. Follow us at MarkingOut. Uh, YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11, I already said, I believe. So, hey, Chris, Dave, how you how you doing? How you doing? What's, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Doing great, doing great. Awesome. Yeah. Brandon, how was how about you? Brandon, you're back from Disney World. How was it? Dude, it was awesome, as always. <laughs> Dude, it was what? awesome. Yeah, like you, you can't like I I just don't understand how you could have like an adult say, Oh, Disney World is stupid, it's just for children. And it's like it's really Dave, not. Did, listen, you're trying to interpret impersonate Dave, he would never no, say No, it's not it's not a Dave impression. It's just people like I don't that get was, that was Louis Anderson. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. I just don't understand how anyone could say like, oh, Disney is for children or Disney is stupid. Disney's incredible. Yeah. It's one of like the best things I'll ever do in my lifetime. I know that for a fact. <laughs> it really is. I'm it's laughing, like, and, but I'm also crying a little bit for you. Dude, it's like every single time you go to Disney World, <laughs> it could be exactly the same, but be different at the same exact time. Yeah, I, I can wholeheartedly agree with that statement. The food is good. The rides are great. How was your reservation that you missed the podcast for last week? Dude, it was good. I was disappointed because um, I was looking forward to the chicken wings, but they just like they didn't have enough sauce to it. Chicken wings. But, uh, yeah, like the, the noodles were good. The mixed vegetables were good. The salad was really good. You couldn't um, ask them just to put some more extra sauce on it? or No, I just didn't even want to bother with that. I was just happy eating all the noodles. <laughs> and then and then they had um, skewered chicken and, and beef, and that chicken was really good. The skewered chicken was really good. That's hot. 
And um, and then they had bread pudding for dessert. Ah, uh, great. So what overall, kind of bread pudding? Oh, what was that? What kind of bread pudding was it? I think it was coconut pineapple. Or it was Ooh, either – I think it was either that or it was just pineapple bread pudding with coconut ice cream. And they had a caramel banana sauce to pour over. Oh, that's great. So, yeah, that was <laughs> that was really good. The other reservation that I made at Liberty Tree Tavern was really good. It was like pot roast. Um, uh, American-style food. Yeah, beef, beef stew, uh, stuffing, green beans, gravy, cranberry sauce. And the dessert there was so – dude, like I can't even begin to tell you how good the dessert was. Maybe it was you like, should have your own Disney-themed podcast, Brandon. It was, it was like a toffee – almost like a cookie cake sort of event happening. But it had almond paste, so, like, Jared couldn't have it. So David couldn't have it. But they had a brownie there that was also good. It was, like, gooey in the middle, like a, a molten lava cake, and, like, it had a hard border on the outside. That was, like, the perfect brownie for me. It's very hard. Like, I don't even like brownies, but it's, it's like, that was the perfect brownie for me. Sick. Yeah. And then Sick. I was disappointed with Pecos Bill wild whatever it is i don't even know the, the the full name pecos bill cafe or whatever i was most looking forward to that because they have a toppings bar you could just go up there you get like all you can uh eat you just dump in lettuce sour cream whatever they have pico de gallo and the pico de gallo is what i was most looking forward to it just tastes like tomatoes there was no like vinegar or whatever else you would put in like lime, lime juice or something i don't know cilantro what. Yeah, it just didn't. It just tasted like the tomatoes, as opposed to what we have here. And it's weird because I went to Cheesecake Factory there, as one would do, and I ordered. Did the, you go to Cracker Barrel? No, we didn't. Not on this trip. The, There'll be more. The one off. The one off was uh, was Cheesecake Factory and a and a Mexican joint called Chewy's, which I like. I thought it was really good. I Did went you crush last happy time. Hour? Say that again. Did you crush Happy Hour? Uh, no. I wish. <laughs> I wish I did. But but all those the two all you can eat places were were good. So awesome. But yeah, so Disney World's fun. Always go there. Always I'm cool. all, I'll always want to go there is what I meant to say. I I conquered fears that I that I've had for years. I rode Space Mountain for the first time ever. Has to be, you know, I'll say it's an overhyped ride. Nope, you're a liar. No, I just, I don't know. I don't get the hype behind it. All right. I, I rode uh, Expedition Everest. Like, I still can't believe I did that. That one goes backwards. But it's, it's good. I like Disney World. It's awesome. But how was your week? Chris? Oh, me. Oh. Dave, how was your week? <laughs> My week was pretty was actually really good. Um I really I don't know. Not too much really crazy took place. Uh just your typical week. Nothing special. But I loved it. Awesome. How about you? Yeah, it was okay. I celebrated the old thirty three this week. Uh I bought myself a skateboard, which is cool. And knee nice. pads, I hope. Nope. No knee pads, no helmet. Might as well, you know. Um, a third of a third of a century, right? That's twenty-five. That's a hundred years. A third of a century old. I didn't go to Disney World, so no one really wants to hear what I did this week. So, 
let's get into some wrestling talk and some depressing wrestling stuff to uh, start the show off. Uh, and a hands-down legend in all of professional wrestling, Bruno Sammartino, passed away this week at the age of 82. You heard our 10-bell salute for it. Really, it, that, it, that, I think it comes as a shocker to a lot of people, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It's unfortunate. I always, I always wanted to meet Bruno Sammartino. Never got the opportunity to. I'm happy I got to see him get inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame in 2013. Yeah, and it was really awesome that people just totally ripped off your whole Facebook post. Yeah, I did. I saw that, yeah. Yeah. You have to make a list. Yeah. Very very upsetting news. I mean, he was a, a mainstay with a lot of people, and a lot of people wouldn't be pro wrestlers if it wasn't for him. So it's just a very sad loss for the world of professional wrestling. I was just yeah. saying. I was just saying the other week that uh, if HBO were to do another documentary, because WWE put up that poll, and it's like if if they were going to do another documentary like the Andre the Giant one they did, which I didn't get to see yet, it's like the two obvious choices for me is Vince McMahon and Bruno San Martino, because it's. He I had, think Vince McMahon has had several documentaries made about him. No. Yeah. I'm sure of it, but like I guess HBO, everyone went nuts over the Andre the Giant one. Yeah, I didn't see it. And it's like uh, I mean, because Bruno San Martino escaped Nazi Germany. He wasn't. He was like he came, when he came over to America. He was sick. He wasn't supposed to live. I think he had like siblings that passed away due to like the 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 trip over to the United States. He was like sickly, and then slowly but surely built himself up and started to lift weights and everything and became Bruno San Martino. A legend. Absolutely. So our thoughts and prayers go out to his entire family. Uh, more depressing news in the world of professional wrestling. It seems like the relationship between John Cena and Nikki Bell is done as they both have amicably split up maybe. I don't know. There's a lot of trash talking now going about how, I don't know, Nikki just – John Cena didn't take the time to really invest himself in this relationship. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, I I do, I do not. I mean, I'm not. I hope everything is okay. But he really did make her jump through hoops at times with signing this, doing this, making sure everything was like all the eyes were dotted and T's crossed and uh, stuff. lowercase J's. Let's get it right, okay? Lower lower. Lowercase chase. My apologies, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like there was just so much that he was having her do, where I could see where it could become a little bit overbearing. Yeah, and I honestly, understand. I mean, they have they they teased this a while back for uh, Total Bellas. I don't know if this is like a ratings <laughs> maybe, grabber or something. Yeah, maybe this is just a maybe this is a, just a fake news. Yeah, I honestly, I mean, I couldn't pet, I wouldn't put it past them. But no, neither would I. I, I did. So. I did see that somebody had a sign on Monday Night Raw that said uh, "Bella Fella application" or something. Mm-hmm. It's like two. Or maybe scenes. she. Maybe she could be the one that the Fat Bachelors, you know, are look, looking to go after. I would doubt Fat it. Fat Bachelor. Why? I would doubt it. I, she just seems like the the type that would need somebody to match her body type. She wouldn't like a fat bachelor. That's that's body shaming. <laughs> she's, supposed to, she's supposed to be a role model. I don't think it's body shaming. I just think like she would want somebody who's as healthy as she is, not somebody know. who's healthy. 
Yeah, so we'll we'll see where these two people go down the road. Jim Ross diagnosed with a fractured vertebrae. I don't know how this happened. I don't know if you guys saw Dave. Yeah. So, but our thoughts are going to Jim Ross as he uh, he he posted a picture of it and it was brutal. Oh, back to the John Cena Nikki Belly Bella Belly Nikki Bell thing. <laughs> uh, it looks like uh, Ms. Maurice did the job for nothing last year, huh? Yeah, right. I mean, I guess they got the ratings and stuff up, though. Yeah. Got a lot of talk. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't see this being at work, though. It, yeah. I mean, it's just, it, I mean, look, it, it's super weird that WWE.com posted about it, but at the same time, it's not because it's like such, like it's, it was such a publicly spotlighted event. Yeah, it was a WrestleMania moment. But like, even more so, it's like, oh, Nikki was on, she's on E Network. All the news, like People Magazine or E News, they all picked it up and everything. TMZ picked it up. Yeah. But. So, yeah. Speaking of uh, things getting picked up, there's a restraining order by the WWE against somebody named Armando Alejandro Montalvo. It sound that sounds like such Estrada. a worker. Yeah, it sounds like such a worker name. Uh, anyway, this is the first person that I think has ever had a restraining order against the WWE um, because he's been harassing the company since 2015. Uh, apparently he smeared his own feces on the wall of the performance center. Uh, apparently he's been showing up to events in Florida, making extreme ge- gestures about his genitalia. And he's been posting stuff on Instagram saying he's going to be threatening WWE wrestlers and staff. So this, uh, this person needs to seek help and he has a restraining order from the WWE. Yeah, I, I is this, this this is the same guy that got shot a while back too at the performance center, correct? I don't think so. No. Oh, he was subdued. Okay, yeah. I wonder I, if he was subdued by cops by at gunpoint. Okay. Yeah, I think that it's the same guy. I feel like there should have been a restraining order already in place, and this guy seriously needs uh, needs help um, quickly. I mean, it's a scary situation for everybody involved. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. On the same, talking about all that havoc and stuff, at Ring of Honor Steel City Excellence in Pennsylvania, there was apparently a backstage fight between an extra and Flip Gordon. I guess the extra was sitting in Christopher Daniels' chair, and when Christopher Daniels told him that that was his chair, he may have been mouthed off to him, and that caused a little bit of a heat, heated situation where Flip Gordon got into an altercation with the guy. Well, hey, listen, you have to know your spot within the wrestling industry. Don't sit in uh, your elders' chairs or else you'd be lacing their boots, brother. Flip yeah, Gordon, I mean, Co- Flip Cody Gordon went all in. Yeah, you know, Cody did tweet out that he may have to be he may be all in now, even though there was a Chipotle uh, that was stomped during his uh, this altercation. But he may have to be all in. All right. Um, go back to the guy. Apparently, he is threatening to use his own semen and biological attacks against the WWE. It's like who Disgusting. does that? Who like even the 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 feces thing? Someone the feces. who's mentally not stable. I mean, that's who that's who does it. Someone I, I don't understand though. How is it not gated in or something like that? I don't know. I don't know, Brandon. It's just yeah. someone's mentality. It's just the way it is. Um, also, Davy Boy Smith. Did you guys see the news about Davy Boy Smith Jr.? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's being like investigated by. 
the feds in New Orleans for throwing coffee at Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, apparently it could be six months in prison or a $1,000 fine, depending on what like direction that this goes. But it just sounds so wild, too. Yeah, I don't even know why he did it. I yeah, Something happened I, where I apparently care. apparently Jake Roberts said something negative about... Uh, Bulldog. Yeah, about British Bulldog. And yeah, he just he went up to him to apologize. It. And, uh, he well, Harry Smith went up to say, like, oh, I think you should apologize apparently and then jake wasn't having it and just like completely ignored him yeah i mean that would be so he got PO too if i was him yeah, but but, yeah, for hot, hot hot coffee at him that stuff hurts yeah we live in a we live in a society where you can talk things over but this is the, the professional wrestling world so yeah any other news we got um, no, uh, unfortunately there was another passing in pro wrestling world too. Uh, Paul Jones, he was a, a well-known pro wrestler manager. Uh, unfortunately he passed away as well. So our thoughts and condolences out, go out to his family and friends too. Isn't it like the rule of three? I mean, three people, it's like three That's people That's what they say. Dude, so many celebrities passed away last week. Yeah? Like who? Like, uh, the sergeant from Full Metal Jacket passed away. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. The toy, he was also the toy, the army soldier from Toy Story. Okay, so it's the same guy. But I mean, a bunch of others that I just can't think of right now. Mm-hmm. But I know yeah. that they did. We got some independent wrestling coming up this weekend. That we do, because we have P- Pro Wrestling Gorilla All-Star Weekend 2018, one of their last events at the Knights of Columbus in Reseda, California. You have Trevor Lee for, on the first night. Trevor Lee facing off against Ray Horace. Jonah Rock facing off against Joey Janela. You can have Sammy Guerrero versus Flash. Gordon Webster versus Robbie Eagles. Bandito versus Taiji Ichimori. Uh, Hangman Page versus Keith Lee in a non-title match. And in your main event, it's going to be the Young Bucks facing off against Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz facing off against the Chosen Bros. This is going to be for the PWG World Tag Team Titles. Uh, it almost only... seems like this is like the final chapter of PWG, even though it's no. clearly not. But like, no, I mean, it's it, I like the atmosphere. I've never been to a PWG show, but I like the atmosphere when watching the DVDs because everything's all really nicely lit and lit because it's like a full thing. Yeah. But it's like they'll probably go. I'm assuming they're going to go back to the Globe Theater. Yeah, which would be cool. You got night two of All Star Weekend for uh, All Star Weekend 2018. Ray Ores will be facing off against Bandito. Trevor Lee will be facing off against Flesh Webster Gordon. The Rascals, Dev- Desmond Xavier, and Zachary Wentz will be facing off against Violence Unlimited. This is a, a, a Dave tag team here. The debuting Tyler Bateman and Brody King. I love Dave is Dave is all boned up about that one. <laughs> Timothy Thatcher will be facing off against Matt Riddle. Joey Janelle will be facing off against Robert Eagles. Sammy Guevara will be facing off against Taiji Ishimori. And for the PWG World Heavyweight Championship, Jonah Rock will be facing off against Walter and will be facing off against Keith Lee. Battle of the big boys in your main event. So maybe we'll see a, uh, you know, maybe we'll see a title change. You never know. 
you know, Keith Lee has been on the uh, WWE radar, so maybe this is a quick little title thing. Get maybe the belt on uh, Walter, Jonah Rock, and uh, Keith Lee can fade into the sunset. I, I hope so. But you, you know. okay there, Brandon? That wasn't Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was my mom. <laughs> oh, are you okay, Dave's mom? Yeah, she said that she's fine. Okay, she good. thanks you for uh, asking, though. I appreciate Yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs> All right, anything else All we right, to talk so- about? Yeah. Take it away. All right, Oof. take it away to the bumper. We'll be right back on Marking Out. This is Jake the Snake Roberts. In case you didn't know it, you're listening to Marking Out. And we're back on Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Uh, we have the superstar shakeup this week, changing the lives of all the superstars on WWE. But it started off at in Hartford, Connecticut on Monday Night Raw. Monday Night did you did you forget did you listen you listened this week brandon i guess you noticed that i was too lazy to put a monday night nitro bumper in there i did i was expecting it as soon as as when dave was like or one of you were like oh i'll just i think you said i'll toss it in and then i was expecting it and then it didn't happen but then other things got tossed in i was like maybe he just forgot no i just was too lazy it was like midnight i'm like yeah no i'm not doing this anymore monday night nitro because right, I, I missed get... last week. Yeah. <laughs> and now you don't have to say the other thing anymore. Yeah, mixed match challenge. <laughs> <laughs> that was pathetic. Uh, anyway, just started off Monday Night Raw with Kurt Angle coming to the ring, talking about the superstar shakeup, and he is interrupted by Sunil Singh. The first person, the first newest member of Monday Night Raw is Ginger Mahal. Which at first, it's... at first it's kind of annoying. Why? Because well, it's like, I mean, I feel like Jinder Mahal is just like, it's annoying in general. The, Jinder- he didn't come back and, and be what he should have been. That's WWE's fault, not Jinder's. I think he came back looking like a million bucks. Yeah, but then like he slowly, like that whole WWE championship feud was garbage. Okay. Yeah. So Anyway. Jinder Mahal has a little bit of back and forth with Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle revealed his email address to everybody. Uh, if you didn't get, catch it, hilarious. it's Kurt. I thought that was awesome. Kurt.angle at nofreakingway.com. I popped huge for that. Uh, anyway, Kurt Angle said he would. Uh, Jinder Mahal will be defending his United States Championship uh, Open Challenge, and it was accepted by Jeff Freakin Hardy. Which, by the way, before that, Jinder Mahal was complaining about how he didn't get brought to the arena in a limo. And he got taken there in an SUV. I just got to. Yeah, no, he he wanted to be taken in a motorcade with a limousine. Though I just want to put it on record that SUVs are way better than limousines. Limousines are so overrated, a hundred percent overrated. Cool. This led into a championship match, and we have a new United States champion. Jeff Hardy uh, hit the grand slam in the bottom of the first inning with no outs on Monday Night Raw. New new United States champion. I thought this was a cool match. You know, I it was I liked, you knew, but you knew when Jeff Hardy won the title. You, yeah, there was a champion that was going back to SmackDown. I like. I, yeah, I was and, really. And it can't be Seth Rollins because he's Mister Monday Night all of a sudden. Yeah, he can't be. He can't be Seth down live. You know, I I, I really got behind this match, but it was nice to see that the crowd was so supportive of this matchup too. I I I enjoyed this match. I liked when uh, Jenna Mahal. Went for the he hit the double knees on Jeff Hardy and Jeff turned that into a pin. I don't recall ever seeing that. 
And it's like Darren Young used to use that as his finisher. I don't think anybody ever reversed it like that. No, yeah. it was a good, solid match. So, yeah, yeah. now Jeff Hardy is a Grand Slam champion. And uh, backstage afterwards, Jinder Mahal told Renee Young that he's invoking his rematch clause in Saudi Arabia at the Greatest Royal Rumble. And then No Way I, Jose randomly showed up with a bunch of Creative Pro guys dancing. Yeah, <laughs> and they had the theme song playing for like five seconds before he even showed up. Super yeah. weird. I thought, I was like, I, I looked, I'm like, is that smart Mark Sterling over there? <laughs> yeah. Like, and I saw Johnson too. Yeah. Hawkins getting these guys book. Way to go. Next up, you had Bailey facing on, facing Sasha Banks, which led to Sasha Banks getting the disqualification because the Riot Squad interfered, and they are the newest members of the Night Raw. I think it was just a no contest. Yeah, it's yeah. whatever. I'm looking at WrestleView.com. It says winner by disqualification, Sasha Banks. Oh no, I think it was just a no contest. But Bailey slipping off the ropes was fun to see. Yeah. I mean, it's always nice to see Bailey mess up because wow, who Dave. cares? Wow. Wow. But as wow. but more importantly, no, it's more like wow, 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 Riot Squad. Yeah, I just on uh, Raw. Ruby Riot needs a new finisher. She could use the Riot Kick as a signature, but that just... I love Sarah Logan's headbutt thing, dude. It's awesome. Uh, how does she make the noise? With what? But does she hit her leg or something? I don't know. I, I actually love the fact that Brandon just tried to perform that move and slap his leg. <laughs> well, because I like play it in my head, and I can't. Like I can't. Every time she does that, it's like a like a like it sounds like somebody's head is being hit. On an audio podcast, Brandon's trying to like show you how he had Shut somebody. up. You guys tried to high five on a podcast. <laughs> and we did. It worked. Dave, high five. That was one of the funniest moments I ever remember. I I, I remember hysterically laughing at that. You guys tried yeah. to high five. You guys well, let's high five. And, and freeze in the middle. Next up you had the authors of pain. Squashing Heath Slater and Rhino. What do you think about Rhino and Slater actually getting some offense in this match? Good, perfect. Let him, you know, let him get a little bit of a shine, brother. But overall, I think it was very predictable. Yeah, it, yeah, right. but it's like there's not, as I say, uh, I say all the time, there's the casual fan that doesn't watch the WWE Network that needs to get introduced to the Authors of Pain. And what better way to do it with a squash match? They yeah, did that. It's so like long. I thought. With Braun Strowman, and now Braun Strowman is the biggest thing on, on in WWE. One I, of these things. I totally agree with you. I think you got to reintroduce them to the to everybody that doesn't watch the network. And That's I think like, that it's a, yeah, and I think that it's a great way to go about it. The, everything with Braun worked. Look at even everything that they did with Rusev ended up working down the line. But I think it's going to look what really well for uh, authors of pain. In, in regards yeah. to reintroducing people to to. The, the the mainstream yeah. audience. Yeah, okay. I'll do that next time you do that. But <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was weird that Michael Cole like introduced the Riot Squad as if like people don't like some people just watch SmackDown and don't watch people Raw. do. And it's like, people oh the do. blonde, that's Liv Morgan, the brunette, that's and the with black hair or whatever he said for Riot. I just thought, I thought that was weird. Was Liv Morgan's but let's let's go back to that for a second. Was Liv Morgan's tongue like blue? Yeah, dude, I pop for that because it's like it makes her unique, even more so unique or whatever. Because it's like the only other person that I can remember having a, a colored tongue is George Steele, or Tajiri, or well, Tajiri <laughs> would have it because he would spit the mist. Eli Everfly. 
I don't remember. He, he's yeah, a, he does. He's, a, he's an independent wrestler. No, I'm aware of that. But yeah, he does the tongue thing too. Yeah, so that, like about... I think that makes you unique. It's like I don't know what she dipped her tongue in, like fun dip or something, but mm, fun dip. <laughs> not a fan. But, not a fan. Of course you're not. But uh, up and... next, it's just sugar. It's like it'll cut my tongue up. But up next, you had a Miz TV segment with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Yeah, um, Miz, Miz introducing them as the newest members to Monday Night Raw. Then which that, their, their celebration between Miz, Miz Taraj, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn, them jumping around in a circle, hilarious, fantastic. Yeah, it was good. It seemed like a new stable was about to form. And Kurt Angle came out and said, no freaking way. <laughs> like, there's That's no tough. way Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are signed. Yeah, and then Stephanie McMahon apparently emailed them saying that they are, she's awarding them raw contracts. Zangle says, well, say those... goodbye to Miz. And this was so stupid. I don't understand dude, this entire Sam, booking dude, from last week. Are you week. kidding me? Sami Zayn busted out those those glasses, reading glasses, <laughs> to, to read the email. I thought that was stupid. fantastic. It's Dude, it, it's it's Stephanie McMahon overruling Kurt Angle. At first, mm. at first, I didn't like it. But then once you like bring Stephanie McMahon into the equation and like, she has final say. Mm. She's the the commissioner, rather instead of a general manager, as compared to Kurt Angle. No. So she has. I, I do. I do understand how you could think it's stupid, but yeah, it makes last week's pointless to me. But, but hey, it is what it is, match, and whatever, yeah. Mistraj are going to be sticking around on Raw. Yeah, well, this is going to be going to SmackDown. So separation there. Yeah, and yeah. then they hyped up a big main event for Miz's goodbye. But yeah. up, up after that, we had Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy defeating the Revival to become the number one contenders for the Raw Tag Team Championships. I was torn. I, I, yeah, I, I, I obviously I want Revival to be the tag team champions already, but I'm I'm fun I'm fine riding this wave with Matt and Bray. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I like they did that assisted twist of fate. I thought that was yeah, interesting. It, like it was like a wheelbarrow twist of fate, and I thought that was a great maneuver because what they were doing with Bray doing the sister Abigail fake out into the twist of fate was just kind of yeah, stupid. It was just unnecessary. Yeah, it's like they're selling the sister Abigail, and it's like, dude, he's kissing his forehead. Where's is that like the finisher right there? I mean, well, he, I mean, he could still do like the sister Abigail setup and then like twist him into the but it's twist of stupid. fate. But but it's stupid. Yeah, That's it, what they were just, doing. It's unnecessary. So but. the greatest Royal Rumble of all times in the history of man, it's going to be Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt versus the Bar for the tag team titles. I would like to see Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt win this. I agree with you one hundred percent. It'd be fun. It'd be fun. Uh, you have another tag team coming oh. to Monday Night Raw. I apologize for interrupting you, but someone brought up on Twitter, I forgot who, with the Lake of Resurre- Resurrection. Oh, yeah, what Tony. If Bray Wyatt. Yeah, what if Bray Wyatt is using Matt Hardy for that lake to put Sister Abigail's ashes in there? But that's not what he fully said. No, but it would be interesting. Yeah. He I'm said kind of... it, it was at Tony yeah, but that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the really big part well i mean the whole thing he says ascension kidnapped by hardy and bray and thrown into lake of reincarnation they come out as crazed brutes yeah can't speak correctly overly violent matt is confused and after a few weeks bray turns on matt he puts abigail's ashes in the lake and raises a new family 
Well, what about the confusion with Fandango being backstage with the bar, giving them some tickets? You guys like Fandango on uh, Monday Night Raw? It's Fand- It's Breezango. Fan- it's oh, Bre- my bad. I wrote down Fandango. Breezango, no, yeah. Fandango and Tyler Breezer. I like them. I, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of Breezango, so it's good to see them on Team Red. Dude, if they could just devote one hour of the three to to Fashion Files, yeah, I'd, I'd be down. Not only that's not the only thing that happened backstage. Ronda Rousey was backstage with another new member of Monday Night Raw, and that's Natalia. Oh, if this didn't grind your gears. <laughs> what do you mean? If this didn't make you get a knife jab in your stomach, no, I don't. I, I, no, don't, I don't understand why Natalia is just all of a sudden a face. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I'm so annoyed that Natalia is on Raw, but I'm also annoyed that she's on SmackDown too. So I'm kind of a neutral party. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying because she's a face. She showed up as a face. Yeah, she did. She's like, oh my god, me and Ronda Rousey used to train together. Oh my god, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, after that we saw Ember Moon picking up a victory over Mickey James. Mickey James selling that, that um, what is it, Eclipse? What is she? That... The Eclipse, yes. That's her finisher? Incredibly. Incredibly well done. Fantastic Bravo. sell of that. And uh, Bliss had a promo that aired during the match, which I always hate. Yeah, it was awkward. Um, basically, awkward. basically saying the reason why she's not at uh, commentary like Nia Jax was is because Nia Jax is a bully. So using uh, her own stuff against her. Yeah. Now I'm actually happy that they gave uh, reasoning for this because I was originally pissed off that Dude, she was inside uh, Mickey James. A hundred percent. We were on the phone together, right? <laughs> no. <sighs> Next up, you have the another new member to Monday Night Raw, and that's Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. He uh, starts cutting a promo. He's cut off by Titus Worldwide, who tried to bring him into Titus. Worldwide? Uh, and he gracefully declines. Which because I, I got to say, though, I, I would have been a fan of that. I was thinking in my head, I'm like, maybe Dolph Ziggler could be like the, the big moneymaker finally for Titus Worldwide. Yeah, but I think Ziggler's got his own. Boy, does he have his own thing. And he introduces another new member to Monday Night Raw, Drew McIntyre. Which, like, dude. First of all, it's awesome that that Dolph Ziggler joined. I think think Dave called this. I think Dave said said he's not going to go back to NXT. He's going to go right to the main roster. Yeah, and it was a great setup. Yeah. I I like that Claymore zigzag combo, too. Dude, that was awesome. That was awesome. Um, can we all say even better than that? All three members of Three Man Band are back on the same brand. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the triple threat match, dude. Like if that doesn't make you happy, <laughs> I'm, pumped. I'm, I'm hoping, dude. I'm hoping like something somewhere down the line we'll see that. I'm pumped for that. And the marks rejoice. Up next, we had Roman Reigns cutting a promo, gets cut off by Samoa Joe, who uh, I think cut a sick promo. I think yeah. Joe Joe is really, really good at cutting promos. Yes, he he's also good at wrestling, too. It's, is uh, he? You know, sometimes, though, sometimes, sometimes I'm, like, on the fence, like, bored with Samoa Joe. Um, I not, spoke about this last Brandon. Not to jump ahead, but I'm happy he's on SmackDown. It'll maybe freshen things up but but yeah they i thought they were gonna do something else with this whole 
Joe and Reigns thing, but they just played a stupid video package. It made no sense. That was I thought it was so dumb. Yeah, they're just hyping up the uh, great Royal Rumble thing. Uh, of all time, of mankind. Yeah. yeah. Up next, you called. saw Natalia defeating Mandy Rose. And uh, the main takeaway from this is Absolution beat up Natalia. And Ronda Rousey made the save. And, and I actually really liked this segment. So did I. I liked it a lot because you have two women that who have a previous MMA background kind of getting into it, making it kind of look a little bit real, especially with the throws and stuff like that. I just think Ronda Rousey looked like she was moving in slow motion. As, I it, as if she was like having to think about her. Like she just stayed there for – she paused too long before she went in for the punches and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm 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 happy that she got to work a little – one night yeah. thing with Sonya Deville. Uh, it could be, I think it could be. I think this might have some likes. Well, in getting future, ahead of myself, perhaps in the yeah. future. And I, I again, Sonya Deville, awesome. Yeah, I agree with you. I like the fact that Deville stepped, got back into the ring to face Rousey one on one, and that. But then that heel trip that she did to her was pretty sick. Yeah, it was pretty sick. I'm very. I'm excited about this women's wrestling. Woohoo! Uh, yeah. Next, they aired a video package for Baron Corbin coming over to Monday Night Raw. All right, I'm cool. I'm fine about it. I think you know, after he lost that money in the bank thing, he's kind of just been like kind of in limbo. Good thing, bad good thing, good thing, bad thing. But what I've read this week that allegedly Vince McMahon still thinks he's going to be a major player. So Baron hey. Corbin, damn it. I think he's going to be something really special, too. But Dude, do you he's really been, think that, or was that a joke? What? That he was going to take the title from Lesnar? No, yeah, I said you have to get the belt off oh, of Lesnar. I thought you were saying he will do that. No, Roman Reigns is going to be... I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to be wrong again. Roman Reigns is going to be Brock Lesnar in the Steel Cage match at the WrestleMania, the greatest WrestleMania of the greatest Royal Rumble of all times in the history of man. And that's going to be it. And, and woman. If you have any problems no with women. it, you can email me at chris.nofreakingway.com. <laughs> so up next, we saw the Raw tag team of Brizongo taking Raw on. And what? Raw debut of Brizongo. Yeah, and taking on and defeating the bar. So they have a win over the former tag team champions that should automatically set them at number one contenders. Yep, loved it. Yeah, they gave him fashion violations earlier in the night. You know you could buy the fashion violation tickets on WWEshop.com? Yes, I do know that. <laughs> did you bought them? I did not. You no. bought them. No, I didn't. I did, I did buy a lot of shirts this week, though, Brandon. Did you? Yeah, I got a lot of shirts this week. From WWE or just in general? Um, well, for my birthday, my sister Brittany got me the Mower of Lawn shirt. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I'm, that's going to be my lawn mowing shirt now. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, and then I went to barbershopwindow.com this week also. And you know, like they had the. Blast how they used the to have like, Yeah, I know, right? Christ. You know, they used to have the Andre Obey shirts. Yeah. Well, it's uh, Will Ferrell dressed up like Harry Carey, and it says "Hey" underneath <laughs> it from the skit on Saturday Night Live. No, right, yeah. And then I got a, uh, a Cubs W tank top. Oh, and then I also bought one of the Wu Tang Clan logo, 
and it has uh, Ric Flair doing the woo face over yeah. the woo. I saw somebody wearing that in Disney World. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Real sick. I saw it today. I saw Corey Taylor from Slipknot wearing it, and I was like, yep, sold, done. Yeah, uh, I actually wore my Macho Man. I started going to the gym, and I was wearing my Macho Man Randy Savage t-shirt the other day. Oh, I definitely you? got a few looks. I saw, got I saw what Rachel. Gym? What gym? Oh, crunch, uh, crunch. The one in Belmore? Yeah, the one that Rachel was. Well, you, you both were telling me about it. I ended up checking it out. Really liked it. And on Friday the 13th, they were doing a 50% off uh, um, sit, uh, enrollment fee. Okay. So I went all in. <laughs> Hashtag all in. I yeah. saw Rachel Ellering tweet out a picture of a uh, Thrill Seekers t-shirt saying okay. with a conversation that like somebody asked her saying like, oh, is that a boy band? And she goes, yeah, something like that. <laughs> and like it's just Lance Storm and Chris Jericho on a t-shirt. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So well, up next we had Renee Young interviewing Elias and uh, – yeah, I almost what, lost what, it when that, I almost lost it when he called her Rachel. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny, but uh, it was just some fluff with Lashley. I guess that that'll be his first feud. Yeah, you know, you, you think there'll be a Lashley Brock Lesnar match ever? I don't know. Or you think they're gonna keep them away from each other? Dude, honestly, that like, I don't think Lashley's done what he's like, what he should have been doing yet. Like I haven't been like overwhelmingly impressed yet. I don't. I don't think that you have enough to be impressed by. Yeah, I don't I, think well, he he came out and squashed Elias, and that's yeah. about it. And then yeah, well, then, like, I don't the, know what you're like, expecting. I, I think that it's great so far. Well, like even the the ten man tag, like you're like building up, like oh my god, Bobby Lashley just returned to WWE for the first time in ten years or so. Yeah, and you toss him into a match like that, or it just well, didn't... yeah, because he's a star, dude. This this match had star power all over it. Why not I... include him? Yeah, so let's talk about it. You made an event. You're gonna have uh, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, Bobby Bobby Lashley, and the newest and final acquisition, Bobby Roode, coming to SmackDown, coming to Monday Night Raw as well. They defeated the Miz, Taraj, and Cami Cami Sam God, Jeebus, Sammy. Zayn and Kevin. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Fun. This was just a, another second week in a row. Fun main event. Uh, yeah. I, multi-man main event. One of the things that I love the most about this match was not just the crowd. Because, like, in just watching this match, it's just, like, so weird that so you weird. have so much different wrestlers in this match that five years ago you would have never expected this matchup to be a thing. But the teasing of Braun Strowman getting into that matchup, the pretty much the entire match was so much fun just waiting for that hot tag and then you thought it was, was going to happen and then Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens pull him off the ring apron or it, it was just good yeah so I was mentally prepared for that mystery guy to be either Bobby Roode Randy Orton or Shinsuke Nakamura hey keep Randy Orton and Bobby and Nakamura on yeah. SmackDown uh, I'm, I'm hoping that the whole James Storm being at Monday Night Raw a few weeks ago means beer maybe, money. Maybe, hopefully, we'll see beer money. Nah, I think Bobby Roode has got. I would hope I so. Think my gotta, fingers are turn the heel. my fingers are crossed big time for a, a heel. Beer money coming. You to had WWE. a bunch. A bunch. You had a bunch more people going over to Monday Night Raw from SmackDown as well. Zack Ryder, Mojo Raleigh, the Ascension. Who else? 
Uh, Chad, you had Mike Kanellis. Essentially, I mean, this both Singh brothers. But we mentioned that before. But which is weird. Like, how did the Singh brothers get packaged with gender, but Ms. Taraz don't? Why not? I I I mean, I just don't get it storyline wise or well storyline wise because it's well, angles not, not so like going up wise, of him if you're if you're okay with the yeah. stephanie mcmahon thing with her overriding angle you should be okay with well, angle being like yeah i'm gonna one up i guess i guess say, we also miz was the only person we found out was going to smackdown on raw so yeah i guess you're, well i, you're I don't right. know if you mentioned it but team lashley and all of them they picked up the victory team raw, lashley yeah braun picked up the the pin after a running power slam, but I I totally love this. It was yeah. good. Uh, on to some SmackDown. Starting off with AJ Styles discussing everything going on with Nakamura, talking about their matchup, calling him out. Be, yeah, calling him out, only to be interrupted by it in English and Rusev. I thought when AJ Styles said that um, that it's okay that Nakamura all of a sudden can't speak English, that he was going to call him out in Japanese. Just because I figured maybe AJ Styles picked up some Japanese while he was over there. But that didn't happen. Nope. But yeah, Rusev Day came out, cut him off, and uh, set up a singles match. Yeah, between uh, AJ Styles and Rusev, which AJ won by disqualification. Yeah, Aiden English jumped in when AJ had the calf crusher locked in, and then Daniel Bryan made the save. Yeah. And backstage, Paige, in honor of Teddy Long, in Teddy Long fashion, <laughs> set up a tag team match. Bravo, I thought, Paige. I thought that was hilarious. She leaves the, the office, and Shane's doing the <laughs> the Teddy Long dance, and she walks back <laughs> in and like gets so embarrassed. He's like, oh, uh... And she just walks out. I thought that was funny. It was good. I liked that a lot. Good. After this, you had the tag team of uh, Shelton and Chad being broken up you now have shelton benjamin coming in the ring saying he had never needed chad gable and he yeah, wants like, he goes my twitter i said a lot of nice things on twitter last night about chad gable but oh yeah my twitter was was hacked i thought that was funny i always like shelton benjamin as a heel dude i like i hope this means like dude, since he returned the the smackdown after SummerSlam, it's like this is how it should have always been I don't, he yeah. should have never been like a tag team with Chad no, Gable. He, sh- he should we, have we been always... the Kurt Angle of the group. Yeah, 100%. With, with Jason Jordan Gable and, and Chad uh, Gable. Jordan being the, yeah. Maybe we'll, see a, maybe we'll see American Alpha. Yeah. I'd smack that on uh, Monday Night Raw now. Yeah, so he, Shelton Benjamin said that uh, he spoke to Paige and she's going to give him some competition for tonight. Out comes Randy Orton, which I didn't hate at first. Or in general, I didn't hate the idea of Randy Orton versus Shelton Benjamin. But then Jeff Hardy came out randomly. And Brandon was sitting there going like this. <laughs> I just, no, ah, I, I didn't, I didn't ah, get it. Ah, I didn't understand, like, why, like, why did they have Randy Orton come out and then Jeff Hardy do that? That just didn't make sense to me. Jeff Hardy wants to make an impact. But like, but like Randy Orton just like sitting there like, touching his chin and then thinking about it and like smirking and then walks off that made no sense that's yeah, fine I Jeff Hardy Jeff Hardy's uh Jeff Hardy's now a member of Smackdown which I I think it's 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 a right choice you want to get some more star power on Smackdown and you want to get the United States title back 
And I was 100% okay with this match. I didn't mind seeing this. It was a blast from 2008. A blast oh. from the past. It was a good, it was really a good match. I I liked everything about it. I really liked that Randy Orton came out first, too. Slow down. Slow down. Dude, um, you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, Randy Orton uh, came out, and then Jeff Hardy came out. We already out. discussed that. Did you? Okay. Miz promo. What are you The Miz me? cut a promo on the screen talking about Daniel Bryan, Maurice, and the baby showed up. Yeah. Nothing there. She made her WWE debut. Preteen graphics, Brandon. Which it's like if you wanted to make it look like it's live, don't add those graphics in. It's just yeah. so stupid. Next up, you had Harper pick up victory over Jay Uso. 52-second victory. Uh, post-match, there was an attack on both the Usos. Naomi had to come out, pleaded with them to stop, and it was just, that was it. I wanted, spared them. I wanted Bludgeon Brothers to drag Naomi off. I thought that's what was going to happen. Didn't I happen. That would have been cool. They would, I don't think they would have done that. I didn't mean, like, if, actually drag her, was, drag her. If but this like, was WWF Attitude Era, maybe they would have dragged her off. But, like, not actually drag her, but, like, picked her up and carried her off or something. Like, abduct her or something. If this was WWF Attitude Era, maybe. But, uh, so yeah. So, up next, you got Sin Cara in the ring, so you know something's about to happen. You know somebody's about to lose. And Samoa Joe comes out, making his SmackDown debut. Uh, so I guess the whole Roman Reigns-Samoa Joe thing is just out the window. Just for the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Dumb. Um, But like I said before, I don't mind it. It could freshen yeah. things up with Samoa Joe yeah. for me. Yeah, and now uh, now SmackDown, you can kind of call even uh, the TNA of uh, WWE because you got Samoa Joe, well, I you mean, got AJ Styles. Monday Night Raw started to look like that with with Samoa Joe and and Bobby Roode, but well, now it's not. But after this match, Samoa Joe cut a promo on the SmackDown locker room saying that everybody thinks they're better than they actually are, and he's now going to have the opportunity to beat everybody up. Which I had thought here would be like a perfect chance for a, a debut or a return, but I guess it was just a hype up Samoa Joe promo, which I'm fine yeah. with. Um, backstage, Renee Young interviewing Daniel Bryan about teaming with AJ Styles, and Daniel Bryan turns around into a bare chest, and they pan up, and it's Big Cass. Yeah, Big Cass return. is now a member of SmackDown. I'm a fan of this. Yeah, he may be going under the name Colin Cassidy now, too. Seriously? But, yeah, he changed his Twitter handle to Colin Cassidy. Hey, but, I he, mean, Nia Jax changed her name, too, and Becky Lynch goes by uh, Rebecca Quinn or Queen. I think Quinn. 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 Yeah, so. Well, I but, I mean, I wouldn't. I don't care if he changes his name or whatever, but I'm looking forward to a Daniel Bryan and Big Cass. Thing. It's yeah. an interesting pairing. Yeah, I have I, to admit that. I'm excited for it too. I think, I mean, from the start, I've said Big Cass is going to be the breakout of that in, of that tag team. Well, I and, guess, I guess after, well, <laughs> but after after SummerSlam, they had the whole they had that match between Cass and Enzo, where, exactly. where Cass got injured. So maybe they're like wanting to use that same exact feud storyline, but the big little guy type thing. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. So, uh, another kind of you could say debut coming soon there's going to be chaos coming to smackdown live and i would talk about okada dude that was hilarious 
It was it was good, but Okada, Saturday. Okada tweeting out saying, "Actually, we're in Japan." Will Osprey <laughs> saying, "Where we are?" Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Okay, uh, Sanity is coming to SmackDown. Eric Young, Killian Dane, Killian Dane, Desmond Wolf, Alexander, Alexander Wolf. Yeah, I. It's it's time. No I, Nikki Cross. Interestingly. Yeah, well, I thought the Nikki Cross was very odd it sucks that she's not getting called up but at the same time nxt needs her yeah i agree and that's unfortunate i think there's a lot of talent in nxt i don't i don't think that they need i don't think they have like with nxt i don't think they have enough developed like yeah. they have talent there's talent don't get me wrong but they don't have enough developed talent like you have bianca blair you have nikki cross you have Shayna baszler you have Kyrie Sane, Kyrie Sane, Candice LeRae now, Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai is not that like of a developed super. Like she's a great wrestler. Don't get me wrong. I don't. I don't think Bianca Belair is that much of a developed superstar either yet. But but she's getting there. But yeah, I mean, but so that's exactly why I don't think you need Nikki Cross taking up space from them. I say but, bring up Nikki Cross like, with no, the, no. But the point is, is that they they need somebody love like that somewhat veteran NXT status to be there because it, it would build be, it, people up. I disagree. You get rid, you get rid of Nikki cross. It's like a restart for your women's division again. I'm totally, I think that's fine because you have Kyrie Sane, who is a veteran uh, that can carry them. And I think that that's a, okay. You also have Candice LeRae down there now too. You have um, Vega who could get involved here no, and there. You don't. You don't because she's another one that's going to be debuting. Oh, yeah, that's, true. that's true. But Candice LeRae still. I'm. I agree to disagree. Then there next we go. That's, had, that's one. That's yeah. a, that's going to be the next shirt. <laughs> uh, next up, you had a celebration for Car- Carmella coming out to celebrate her victory, you showing a video package with no James Ellsworth in there. You know, it's funny when I typed up my notes for the show and I typed out celebration, mm-hmm. my Microsoft Word tried to autocorrect it to celebration. <laughs> Was there a celebration? I there must have been. I wasn't oh, yeah, just Nikki typing celebration. That's when Nikki, I think, had cake and got cake in her face. Yeah. Which is like, God, why do they waste so much cake? That is Brandon's big question. Why? But Charlotte Flair eventually comes out. The Iconics come out after her and said it's pathetic. Had a great that, promo. Yeah, I, I, dude, I can't like. I am like so high on the Iconics. And so am I. They're they're awesome. Yeah, you know, and I was saying it last week on the show, which you probably heard, like, Peyton Royce's mannerisms and the way that she, like, presents herself. It, it, it's it's part of the gimmick itself. Yeah. If you catch it. Yeah. I thought, also... I thought Charlotte was about to, like, she, like, looked into the ring at Carmella. It almost looked like they were about to put, like, differences aside <laughs> to, to team up. Yeah, dude, I was like, no, don't do that. And then luckily they came back from commercial. It was just Billy Kay versus Charlotte. Charlotte so, gets the win. Billy Kay did a great job in this match, though. Oh, yeah. awesome! Becky so Lynch was ringside for this. Why was Becky? Why is Becky Lynch with Charlotte Flair again? I feel like this goes back and forth that pairing, and mm-hmm. it's like she was her lackey for a long time, and now it's back together again. I don't get it. Yeah. So they had that. Carmella ended up uh, after the match teaming up with. Iconics to beat down Charlotte and Becky. And then Asuka. 
Awesome. Asuka makes a save for Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. I don't know if I'm a I'm a fan of that. Uh, I, I think that it's a great... Keep it going. Sorry. No, I, I agree with you. I think it's great for SmackDown. Yeah, I... Me, me and Chris are on the same page. I think that is a great moment for her, especially because it takes Asuka off of, off of Monday Night Raw. It doesn't play out anything that she's been in with Monday Night Raw. doesn't make it go too long. Now she could get experience on SmackDown and and tangle up with some of those people. Yeah, I yeah. Just, no, I just didn't. I just didn't like her saving Charlotte. I guess, but I guess now it's like the whole mutual respect between them sort of ordeal. Yeah, but absolutely. Uh, I put out a tweet and I just want to put it out on the show. Sonic, the the drive-through place, they need to use Iconic Duo, make a commercial. The Iconics. Yeah, I'm sorry. The Iconics. Make a commercial where they're like, oh, we're the Iconics. And then the two dudes in the in the car are sitting there eating a, a Sonic treat or something. And they're like, oh, well, we're the Isonics. Something like that. Because I know WWE makes commercials with Sonic here and there for their pay-per-views and events. So you just put out the Billy Kay and Peyton Royce into the universe like that. It'd be fine. It'd be dandy. The bar is coming to SmackDown. Uh, Sheamus and Cesaro cut a promo. Not only they're coming to SmackDown, so is our truth. So is the nice club. Little... The club before and the club. that, yeah. And broken, broken, that... broken away from Balor. Well, now the they're AJ now Styles. they're with AJ Styles, yeah. So maybe, uh, maybe and, not. And I, we said it before. I'm trying to see on Amos, Selena Vega coming to SmackDown live too. Dude, first of all, that New Day promo with our truth with Ty Dillinger also. I thought that was fantastic. I thought our truth, our truth goes. Oh man. We're all here on Monday Night Raw, and they're like, "Bro, it's 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 SmackDown Live." And he goes, "Oh, my bad, my bad." Well, see you, t- see you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that like, was funny. They're like and the whole thing, like how him and Dillinger have like a secret handshake and everything. Yeah, it definitely went over my head. I didn't know if I was missing something, but I didn't get it. I I just thought it was fun, all around fun. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, we saw a hype promo for. Uh, Sian Almas and uh, Vega coming to Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw SmackDown, sorry. But the uh, main event of the evening saw AJ Styles teaming up with Daniel Bryan to defeat Aiden English and Rusev via disqualification. I like, it's like normally, I don't think I would like it. The, The whole Nakamura style of a low blow. I think Nakamura as a heel is great. Dude, cause he's like, it's almost like goofy. Like it's it's like a goofy, goofy low blow. It's it, it goofy works. but it not works. goofy. It's fantastic. It's yeah, awesome. it really is. And then uh, and then Cass destroying Daniel mm-hmm. Bryan over there too. I so that was good. I think uh, superstar shakeup wise, I think WWE did a very good job of repositioning everybody. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I mean, well, Monday Night Raw got some tag team action. SmackDown got uh, two teams. Got some yeah, women. I, three, because they got Sanity coming in, too. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. I'm really excited for SmackDown tag team division. Yeah, I think it it's going to put some... I th- I, as I said, I think the Superstar stick-up gets a big thumbs up. As long I, as we got Hawkins Ryder back as dude, a tag team. We got we to gotta cross our fingers for that. Say our prayers, eat our vitamins. I, I also like the pairing that you got Absolution with Paige again. Or yeah. potentially with Paige. 
Oh yeah, we yep. didn't even mention they're they're back. They're with Paige. They're SmackDown. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I want to also hope for Ascension to rise again. Yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Only time will tell. So, yeah. so two hundred five uh, live NXT. What do you want? I mean, there's really nothing to talk about. It was they're pretty solid, uh, both solid shows. Did something happen with Buddy Murphy this week, Brandon? I didn't actually get to watch Two Hundred Five Live yet. Oh, so okay. I, don't know. I just know that the two Creative Pro students were on Two Hundred Five Live. Absolutely, Kevin, uh, Kevin Tibbs, and via VSK. Yeah, VSK. Awesome. You know, you know, good things coming out of the Creative Pro School. But I know Dave might want to save something for later in the show, so maybe we should just get to. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. All right, everyone. Make sure you go follow Effie, uh, the feminist icon, pro wrestler that everybody should be checking out. Go follow him on Twitter at Kill Effie. And you can go check out his website, bfe.com. Definitely go support him. Go give him a follow. Also, go check out Major League Wrestling. MLW Fusion debuts on BN uh, Sports USA Network Friday. Yeah, awesome. I'm, really, yeah. I'm, I'm stoked about that. Oh, yeah. Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Um, they're going to have so much taking place. And then on May 3rd, they have a TV taping where you're going to see the world champion, Shane Strickland, take on Pentagon Jr., Jack Swagger taking on Jeff Cobb, and so much more. So go check out them at MLW on Twitter mlwtickets.com to purchase those tickets didn't they sign jack hager jack's jake hager whatever they want to call him i'm not days. too sh- uh-huh. is he gonna be a part of mlw now i'm not too sure about how it goes with uh signings or anything like that but he he's being promoted over there so i could only imagine so um also go check out uh selena de la renta uh, she has a GoFundMe page right now. Unfortunately, she has to undergo knee surgery to repair a torn ACL and meniscus. So, unfortunately, going to have a difficult time paying medical bills. If you can, please go visit her GoFundMe page. It's GoFundMe.com slash Booty Monster Medical. And if you're, <laughs> yeah, that's her nickname, the Booty Monster. If you're able to, uh, please go donate. Um, she definitely would appreciate it. And give her a follow on Twitter, at Selena De La Renta. Um, yeah, and those are the shameless plugs. Hey, Chris, you got a match of the week? Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. Match of the week this week. Maybe we should, we should put it on the Marking Out uh, YouTube page so everyone could check it out. Uh, it is from, since this show is going to be released on the date that this match happened 18 years ago, uh, it's Salute versus Fallen Angel from BCW Great American Toke Up in a pan match for the BCW television title. Um, can we put it on the YouTube? Who'd the they ever net? be? who yeah. they ever be? Yeah, go ahead. Put all of them up there. Sick. You guys you own the fo- You have all the footage? I had the footage from BCW, yeah. From the BCW. I, I, from BCW. Okay. I have it from BCW Great American Toke Up, yeah. So did, it's, did Matthews partake or no? This one, he Zack Ryder was not a part of this one. But maybe as a special 420 treat for all of you stoneheads out there. Uh, and it's also my mother-in-law's birthday, so happy birthday, Eileen. Um, happy 
Go check. Yeah, I think I'm doing that tomorrow. We're marking out 11. You're gonna, you guys are gonna get a special treat as my match of the week this week. So oh, everybody yeah. can see Chris at 13 years old, with bleach blonde <laughs> hair, looking like an idiot. So yeah, go check that out on MarkingOut.com. Marking out 11. Brandon, who you shout out? Hello there, this is Randy Newman, and I'm telling you. You've got some shout-outs from Brandon. Best of both worlds, WWE commercials get the first shout-out. I don't know if, uh, I know Dave caught it. I don't know if you watched it. But, I watched uh, it. It was pretty bad. I, dude, I like I like when WWE does stuff like this. With like, It shows like they're superstars having fun. They're superstars being superstars. They're not just wrestlers. They're superstars. I, I remember a time they did like a SummerSlam thing where they all like lip-synced to a SummerSlam theme song. Yeah, I, I thought that was fun back in the day. So this this was fun. It reminded at first I was like, "Damn, Carmella could sing," and then <laughs> yeah, right. And then everybody had the same voice. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> their lips." Yeah, but Alexa Bliss definitely can. Yeah, dude, Alexa Bliss and who else could sing that I just recently saw? Elias. No, not Elias. Mickey James. No, Mickey. I knew. I have two of her CDs. <laughs> I don't know why uh, that's funny. I like country <laughs> music. I like country music. I love. All right, what's your next shout out? Big E getting the second shout out because. Uh, hey, Brandon, remember a couple of years ago when you hated Big E? I do. Okay, good. I do. Just... But no, and, and Rusev. But dude, things things change because he now has that gimmick on TV. He has the the whole fun gimmick instead of the big serious monster gimmick. But you did so, a lot when he had the five count gimmick too, which was awesome. No, five count I thought was good. Well, we always said that he I, should I, get rid of that that intimidating gimmick because he would do, go back. You'd see him intimidating on camera, but then you'd see backstage yeah. clips of him with Paige and um, Caitlin, Caitlin. Uh, being funny and having just a blast and being silly, and you're like, that is not a powerhouse. And like I, that's not I an also, intimidating force. I also thought I always thought the big ending was dumb. Because it hurts. How could it not? I still think. How could it not hurt his arm more than it hurts right. everybody else? But, but why Biggie does, what, why does, is getting the shout out because the, his appearance on Ride Along. He uh, New Day was was up up front. Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston driving. Biggie breaks out a griddle that he plugged into the car and just started making pancakes. <laughs> That's awesome. I thought it was hilarious. They're driving with a griddle. He poured the whole box in there too. The whole box of pancake mix. And he's sitting there making pancakes on the grill. I thought that was so funny. Did uh, they come out good? Uh, I don't think so. I think they were prop pancakes at the end afterwards. Oh. But okay. uh, it was a fun episode of, of Ride Along. Mm-hmm. And then uh, last shout out, I uh, should have already assumed this, Disney World. I said it earlier in the show, go there. It's fun. It's always going to be fun. So, yeah, those are my shout outs. Now it's time for ah. our Mark Out Moment of the Week. That is right, our Mark Out Moment of the Week. You guys got any Mark Out Moments? Oh, hell yeah, I do. Yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast this week with Andy Williams for Every Time I Die. It was a two-parter. I love when the worlds of professional wrestling and music come together and 
it was a great listen. It was a fun listen. It seems like they had a lot of fun doing it. So I highly recommend checking it out. And the fact that I got to hear like maybe one of my favorite bit, one of my favorite bands talk to one of the best wrestlers of all time. And you could tell like the excitement that Andy had in his voice about being at Stone Cold's house and podcasting. It was very cool. Did you? That, that sounds cool. Did you happen to catch something else to wrestle with on the network? With no, I, didn't watch it. I, don't, I don't really care. I watched it because like the whole internet was like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever. And I, I just I don't get it. It seemed like it was like super like scripted, even if it like I don't know if it was. I don't I don't Probably. know why it would be, but it just seems super scripted. They did it over Skype, so like it just I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, strange. Well, that's weird. I, I marked out a few times this week. I marked out for uh, War Raiders appearing, making their NXT debut in a matchup. Solid debut. Yeah, they they put out all their signature moves from Warbeard Hanson's cartwheel, and it was just awesome. So I'm really happy to see them on NXT. Anything else? Oh, I thought you said you marked out a few times. No, oh, yeah, no, I can keep. I also we didn't mention it last week, uh, Chris and I, but I marked out during Mark Henry's Hall of Fame speech. Uh, he ended up mentioning Owen Hart and spoke to Martha Hart like through the camera, and I kind of was marking out for that, not for ecstatic or anything, but I was just glued to his speech, especially when it got so real at that moment. Because he was pretty much speaking on behalf of every pro wrestling fan out there. Yeah. And well, I mean, it was, even though more so big for himself. Oh, yeah. But every course. wrestling fan was rejoicing at that moment. Yeah, but we could all associate, we could all, uh, we all felt like he was speaking for us as well, even though he was speaking for himself. Yeah. Um, um, a markout yeah. moment of the week for me took place on the In last Disneyland. day I was at Disney World. Um, because I, I, I went online to meet Buzz Lightyear. I wanted to get my picture with Buzz Lightyear. And uh, Buzz positioned the kid in front of him and then did like a diesel pose behind him. So it was almost like the HBK and diesel pose. But, Little do we not. know it was actually Zack Ryder inside that Buzz Lightyear costume. Yeah, right. I mean, it could have been. I'm surprised that you didn't ask any of them to do a WWE pose with you. I just felt weird. I at one point I did like a, an almost po- uh, a par a pose that the bar would do with Buzz. Yeah, you, you should have, dude. I would feel so like if I was with more people, maybe. Who cares, but dude? I just feel so like, it's dude. I feel a- weird enough waiting online to meet a character like that. I would never meet a character that dude, wasn't a costume first of all. You character. waited online to meet a character as it is. Yeah, you but kind that's of like, still like have nothing else to care about. It's no. Except for a wrestling pose, you got nothing to lose. You're waiting online already. If I was there with other people, I would. Like if I was there with if I was there with other people, I would meet like non-costume characters too, but. To me, that's just like the most awkward thing. Like it, it's awkward that I met Mickey, uh, Minnie Mouse. Minnie Mouse like made me hug her, and it's like mm-hmm. I don't want to hug you. No offense to Minnie Mouse, but like I'm not a hugger. I don't know. No one else uh, was really awful this week. Uh, awful. Like, uh, about performance Mark on Jimmy Fallon. Dude, oh my god. (laughs) The Migos person offset and Metro Boomin. Ric Flair dances exactly how I thought Ric Flair would dance. Dude, rap sucks. That was the funniest thing. Dude, we already heard that Ric Flair drip song and we know that song sucks. 
Yeah. But Ric Flair coming onto the Tonight Show, getting into that wrestling ring and dancing the way he danced was hilarious. It was funny, but best to watch it on mute. I, I don't I don't get that song. I don't I not at all. I don't get it. Nope. But yeah, that is episode three hundred seventy six in the books. Make sure you go check out all of our past episodes at markingout.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Go purchase a t-shirt, prowrestlingtees.com slash out. Go also give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash out. Also, Chris is going to be posting the BCW clip that he mentioned earlier, so make sure you go subscribe to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash out. I could seriously put this up tomorrow. Yeah, why not? There's no, like, there's nothing, like... As long as it's PG. Yeah, I, I could Bob Backlund stuff out. Okay, then, yeah, then by all means. Um, <laughs> you, you, yeah. want, you want a recording of Dave saying Bob Backlund? Uh, <laughs> is he gonna say, he, Dave knows how to use GarageBand now. He, I was talking to him about it yesterday. Really? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was splitting stuff up because I started what? to teach myself uh, some topics. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But also make sure if you want to be a musical interlude, send us an email, markingout1 at gmail.com. And of course, follow us on Twitter at markingout, at bttg161, at dave3mo if you really want to, and at Chris Weendog. And we wish you the, the best of luck future endeavors. Shortest episode of the podcast in seven years. <laughs>